0: Welcome to St. Louis on the Air. I'm Sharon Stevens. And now to our discussion about Spring to Dance. A three-day-long extravaganza is about to get underway at the University of Missouri-St. Louis's Two Hill Performing Arts Center. Spring to Dance is considered Dance St. Louis' signature festival, featuring everything from tap and ballet to hip-hop and aerial performances. It will open this Thursday and run through Saturday. Joining me in the studio to talk about the 12th Annual Festival are Christopher Monahi, Managing Director of Programs and Community Engagement for Dance St. Louis, and Belicia Beck, Rehearsal Director and Company Member with MADCO. Also joining us by phone from New York City is Benny Royce Royan, founder of Benny Royce Dance. Christopher Alicia and Benny Royce, welcome to the program. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Christopher, let's start Thank with you. you. Uh, what can festival goers expect this year?
1: Oh, it's probably the same thing. You know, it's it's something that St. Louis audiences look forward to every year. It's, it's almost like a t- tradition. It's the same as watching the Nutcracker, but this time's over Memorial Weekend. Uh, for a lot of St. Louis audiences that we've talked to or spoken to, uh, the, the only dance that probably they will see during the year is the Spring to Dance Festival. They really wait for it, and they look out for it, and are excited for all the companies that are coming. So as you had mentioned on your um, intro, um, the, it's pretty much dance for everybody. Um, it's like a buffet, you know, whatever your um, likes are, you'll probably have it there.
0: And um, did you deliberately ch- choose to have this in the spring so that you could make that connection spring to dance?
1: Well, you know, um, there there is another big dance festival that happens in the country, and it's hosted in New York, uh, and it happens during the fall. It's called Fall for Dance. So when the um, then director of Dance St. Louis uh, decided to um, do a festival that's based out here in St. Louis 12 years ago, it, it was appropriate to, one, do it in the spring, and two, to name it Spring to Dance. Okay. So sort of as a counter for Fall for Dance in New York.
0: That works out well. Now, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Benny Royce, let me ask you, what performance will your company be presenting on Thursday night?
2: Hi there. Um, yeah, I'll be presenting a work that I choreographed in 2017 called In Pursuits which is set to the hypnotic music of Philip Glass, and the work explores actually the shape of effort, um, the power of stillness, and um, balancing the tension between centeredness and um, the urgency of pursuing something. Um, I'm coming from New York, and um, I just want to say I'm, I'm, I'm very, the dancers and I are very excited to, uh, to be in St. Louis um, starting tomorrow. We're, we're actually flying out tomorrow. And um, I, I'm familiar with uh, St. Louis' uh, thriving dance scene, so I'm excited to share my work
3: with the community.
0: And Belicia, you also, uh, MADCO has a performance on opening night. Tell us about that.
3: So the piece is called Untied, uh, choreographed by Cecil Slaughter. We're actually going to have live musicians on stage with us, which is super exciting. Um, it's composed by Matt Henry, who is a professor at UMSL, and it's going to be some percussionists on stage with us. It's a high-energy kind of Tribal primal feel there's gonna be some yelling, there's gonna be stuff that the audience can interact with it's gonna be just a really good opener piece and it's super exciting high energy very good I like yelling yeah <laughs> uh,
1: Christopher <laughs> uh, how much
0: are the tickets
1: tickets are um it range from five dollars to twenty dollars with uh, VIP a packages yes um um available for thirty five dollars okay, and is that? About what it was last
0: year? Yeah, or, I mean, yeah. Um,
1: ticket prices have remained um, sort of the same. It's always been the mission of Dance St. Louis to make dance as accessible as possible, and it it's, um, it lends it perfectly, the festival, to do it that way uh, because you can bring your families, you can bring your girlfriends, you can bring like uh, anybody from out of town, you can stay for one night or you can stay for three nights. So, yeah. For a cup of coffee, you can see thirty world-class dance. So there you go.
0: Well, speaking of the numbers, uh, this is a big production. You it have is. thirty professional dance companies, three hundred or so artists. Right. Um, what do you have to do to pull
1: something together like that? That that's
0: is that not big? sleep.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so just 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 for everybody uh, that that is uh, that are listening right now, uh, coordinating. Close to 300 artists, just from everything, from making sure that their contracts are set to um, royalties. So, for example, Benny had to um, secure permission from Philip Glass and the publishers just to make sure that they are allowed to use his music. To making sure that they have um, rooms to stay uh, while they're here, um, some of the companies, a, a company that's coming from um, Ohio, is the Dancing Wheels. So they are, um, they have wheelchairs in them. So it's an integrated dance company. So making sure that they are um, assisted uh, f- through catering, food, uh, making sure that they have badges and. Everything is set, technical needs and all that. It's, it's, it's a big to-do. Um, it starts, um, the process for String to Dance starts June of last year with adjudications and um, companies applying from all over the country and internationally, um, and it's just, just now finishing. So it's a whole year process.
0: And you have to involve sponsors to be able to to do this, too, Mm -hmm. right?
1: Correct. Um, Dan St. Louis' Managing Director for Administration of Philanthropy, Rich D. is the one that's responsible for that. He's the one that um, manages all of that and creates um, relationships with uh, local funders and national funders as well.
0: Now, this is for... Belicia and uh, Benny Royce uh, in particular, what, what drew you to dance as your chosen profession?
3: Well, um, I don't like to speak a lot. So dance has been my way of expressing who I am as a person or going up on stage and not necessarily having to be me. Uh, and it's the community that you find in the artistic world is just so friendly and so giving, so accommodating, so loving. So that's the type of community that I wanted to be a part of. And that's the type of community that I'm in, and I enjoy it. just it's so inspiring to be around people who want to give more than they want to receive
0: okay and and when did you start
3: dancing or with MAGCO? uh well dancing dancing, I started dancing around three to five ish but wasn't serious until I was about fourteen
0: okay and just for our audiences uh Benefit, what does MADCO stand for?
3: Modern American Dance Company.
0: Okay, very good, thank you. And uh, Benny Royce, uh, same question to you. Why did you choose this as your chosen art form?
2: Yeah, I wanted to echo um, what Belisha said about community. Um, I founded my project, uh, Contemporary Dance Company, about like nine or so 10 years ago. And it's really about, um, you know, I, I created it in while well, I was a dancer um I, i was really drawn to to dance and choreography and so it houses like my my independent projects but it's also a conduit for collaboration and community building um i started dance a little later like around 15 and i have a lot of energy and um i wasn't really into sports back then when i was living in seattle but um i got into it um you know, two years before I got accepted to the Juilliard School. And after that, I um, got, you know, I performed to Matt, traveled the U.S. and Canada and Europe extensively and then Broadway. But um, really, the whole experience has been about discovery, um, discover discovering, you know, same thing what Belisa, Belisa said about, you know, self-expression, but also my it's my connection to the world and understanding the world. Um, around me and um, I really thrive in, in a process of collaboration where I get to work with different types of uh, mindsets and, and approaches and so I'm really excited to bring um, my company there of, of six wonderful artists, um, freelance dance artists from New York City. And um, yeah, so it's, I really, you know, the art of dance is such a, a, a bridge maker and it brings a lot of people together so I'm I'm excited to you know commune with the rest of the uh, spring to dance artists and and meet them. One one interesting to note actually is um, uh, I've choreographed for created a couple of works for Atlanta Ballet and they're actually in the same program as us. Mm-hmm. So I, I'll be excited to see their uh, to see their faces again. Um, yeah.
0: Uh, you you said you you didn't start till you were about 15. Did you have a lot of catching up to do?
2: That I did, but you know, I was super obsessed once I really fell in love with it. And um, it was an after-school program, basically. Um, uh, I, I studied my, my my dance training at Evergreen City Ballet. Uh, it's now in Renton, Washington. Um, and I really just fell in love with the with the rigor and the discipline and and the practice of it. It's um, you know, it made me really aware of of not just my whole self, but my, you know, my body and 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 how to express myself through movement. You know, same thing. I I don't think I <laughs> really see myself as an actor, but a lot of um, you know people have given me feedback, like you know that I, I do tell uh, tell stories through through movement. You know, as a dancer and a choreographer. So, uh,
0: and and this is for all of you. I, there are a lot of different forms of of dance uh, these days, and um, where do you all think? Um, Aspiring dancers should begin. Is there something that's ideal for this art form?
1: Um, Well, I'm a classically trained dancer. I think um, if your foundation is um, solid, if you have a strong um, classical foundation base, I think it's um, easier to transition to other forms just because... um, and Belisha and Benny could um, help me on this. A lot of the dance forms right now are really based on the classical art, just broken down into different ways of um, seeing it. So I would suggest to start and get your foundation strong and early and um, just go from there.
3: I agree. Having a strong ballet background or bassist foundation is really good for the modern contemporary, even jazz world. Um, Maybe not so much the hip hop or the tap world, Uh, but having a strong foundation in general and just being dedicated, there's no real place to start other than with passion. As long as you're passionate about it and you're willing to work hard and have that dedication level, I think you'll thrive.
0: And and you know, people who are not professional dancers are seeking to be, also use ballet as a way mm-hmm. to help them, you know, uh, some athletes. For sure. Uh, mm-hmm. Very
1: much so. Well, you know, I mean, I, I think everybody's a dancer. We just, um, the the only difference, say, between you and us, um, we we go to the studio eight hours a day and practice our craft but uh your day-to-day movement is movement is dancing the way you're like holding your hand right now by your chin <laughs> is is a movement that a choreographer mm-hmm. can do some stuff in it the way i'm like moving this um water bottle or me, me gesturing to belisha right now is a movement that a choreographer can you know put together and make space we just we're just not aware of it and you perhaps as a normal person (laughs) not a dancer probably not aware of it that you're dancing every day
3: Yeah, it's. I could have a second career. Oh, you you totally could. It's (laughs) really funny that the word dance is scary for people. So going into elementary schools and saying that we're going to dance, they're like, oh, no, no. But if you say we're just going to do movement, they're really excited to just move because they move on a regular basis. Mm -hmm. Everyone moves. But if you just thread it all together and make transitions, then it is actually a dance, and it's beautiful to watch.
0: Yeah, more fun to think of it that way, too. Mm -hmm. Uh, Let me just reiterate, my guests are Christopher Monahi with Dance St. Louis, Belicia Beck with Madco, and Benny Royce Royan in New York City. She's on the phone, and we're talking about Spring to Dance, a three-day-long dance extravaganza that gets underway later this week at the Two Hill Performing Arts Center. Tickets are available at www.twohill.org. And I would also like to invite our listeners into the conversation. If you have a question or comment about this topic, please give us a call at area code 314-382-8255. That's 382-TALK. Or you can send us a tweet at STL on air or email us at talk at org. Now, Christopher... And, uh, Benny Royce, I understand that you share a Filipino heritage.
1: Oh, we do? <laughs> yes, we I do. didn't know that. <laughs> yes, we
0: do. <laughs> and I wonder... We're both Filipino-Americans. Yeah. <laughs> I, I wonder how, if in any way, your culture has influenced your interest in the arts.
1: Well, um, I, I think Filipinos are really passionate. Um, so it reflects on um, the need to constantly express yourselves. Um, the Philippines is so far out from us here, so um, it's it's good now that with the advent of technology and social media that they're a lot more exposed to a lot of things, but they, there are a lot of um, really talented and tap talent um, that probably just don't have the opportunity to have what we have in here. Uh, but I think Benny could uh, agree to this, that there's an innate passion that um, you could just tell sometimes um, when you're watching different artists and you could tell it's like, you know, that's probably a Filipino dancer because probably he's like more dramatic than any other person on stage. (laughs) Impressive
2: and dynamic. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I completely agree with that, with what Christopher is saying. And something that I'd like to add, um, you know, our culture, we're we're really um, community-minded and – there's a sense of always wanting to, you know, whether this be like really in the forefront of, of, you know, our, our consciousness or not. Like we like to connect. Um, we're, you know, family oriented and oftentimes, you know, like our, our, um, in our daily lives, we like to collaborate and, and, you know, cooperate. And there's this term in, in our culture called Bayanihan. Um, which means like the collective spirit of um, working together, and and that's something really like I think very very closely um, you know plugged into dance. Um, you know, d- while dance is very accessible, it's one of the most accessible you know of of the art forms. I think it brings people together, as I said before. But um, kind of rolling back to a question that you've asked um, earlier on, if. You know, if there are students out there, or, or, or you know, or individuals who really want to pursue um, this, this is a career. It, it it takes a lot of investment. You know, like Christopher said, many hours in the studio. Um, you know, <laughs> a lot of a lot of training hours and really laying down the foundation. You know, of your technique so that you can be free. And we live in such a hyperspeed world and environment now that a lot of things get you know they trend on social media, right? Like, I, I don't know if, you know, like on Instagram or Facebook, and a lot of people just want to wanna arrive there um, to that final image. Um, but one thing I'd like to, you know, to sort of share and, and inspire people is that the process is as important as the, uh, the, the, the destination, you know. Um, it's really thrilling, and it's super rewarding to be, you know, to do what we do.
0: Well, let me ask you this. Uh because you have all this training and you're, you know, taking part in festivals and other events, what, what work are you most proud of?
2: Ooh, that's a very good question. <laughs> <laughs> um and you know, maybe uh Belisa and Kristen can also jump jump uh on this question. But for me right now I'm I'm arriving in a place of, of complete um how do you say centeredness in my work i'm i'm still you know young and early on in developing my my choreographic career, but i 'm really proud of um, creating work that reaches out uh, to different communities um, you know my my aesthetic really oscillates you know from contemporary ballet to theatrical um, works but um i mean the the, the piece that i 'm working now it's the third iteration of of it and um, it's actually Super big milestone. We we've never seen it on stage with lights and full costumes and that. But I'm I'm completely super proud of that work that I'm bringing in um, for Thursday's festival. And um, yeah, just super excited to be there.
0: Felicia? I'm gonna throw that same question to you. What what work are you most proud of?
3: Uh, well, the work I'm currently most proud of is one that I choreographed with two of my fellow dancers with Magco. It's called Miles Dialogued, and it's about communication. Um, it kind of center, centers around um, Celeste Hedsley's talk about 10 ways on how to communicate, and it gives suggestions on how to communicate It's uh, and how it feels to be like a millennial and communicate via social media, reaching for that connection, but also at the same time distancing yourself from that Um, actual connection with people. So rather than going out and having a cup of coffee or having a real conversation, what you do is you tweet, you Instagram, you Snapchat, you have that distance, but still reaching for that connection. Uh, And it was just great to collaborate with Daryl Heisch and Natalie Williams, who are company members who you'll see Thursday. Um, I think that's what I'm most proud of right now.
0: Okay. Christopher, do you have a favorite piece? Yeah, uh,
1: I think I I speak more, I'm, I'm a little bit older than these two, <laughs> <laughs> so um, uh, my my career is a lot um, further than them. Um, but I think um, as dancers, it's really all about getting a reaction from the audience. As I always say, whether that's a negative or a positive reaction. So I always say our jobs are done if even one single member in the audience gets moved or gets affected by what we do. So at the end of the day, every single time I bow and somebody comes up to me and say, hey, that was really good, or you know what, that sucked. So to me, I think you know that's, that's a good way to uh, to put everything in perspective and make make sure that oh my work is done or you know I, I did my job because one member of the audience liked it or one member of the audience really hated it so because that's all about it just getting a reaction so
0: so d- d- that keeps you connected with the audience mm-hmm. yeah. okay uh, is is that motivating too uh, oh
1: I, I'm sure you know I mean at the end of the day you uh, you have to remember, like dancers, look at themselves in the mirror eight hours a day. So <laughs> there's yeah. a certain vanity in it, but it, it's it's tempered, and it's 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 really more about uh, giving back to whoever's watching them. But yeah, it's important. You know, that's that's what we do. Um, we we want to get something out of the audience. So mm-hmm.
0: okay, yeah, our, our time is is kind of running out here. I just like to ask you, what what, what excites you most? about where the world of dance is headed these days? Just briefly.
1: Um, mm-hmm. I think representation. Um, so, mm-hmm. you know, um, especially for me and I'm sure for Benny, for Belisha too, you know, mm-hmm. uh, for, for the longest time, um, you see the same faces that are mm-hmm. out there on stage. So things are progressing now where a, a lot more, it's a lot more diverse. Um, so you, you'll see an African-American person that's actually doing a white swan. Mm-hmm. So And it's moving, and it's, um, it's getting there, so that's pretty exciting.
0: Very good. Thank you very much, and I'm sorry to cut our conversation short. You well, get you. started, and yeah. you just go crazy. Thank you, Sharon. So I want to thank Christopher Monahi with Dan St. Louis, Belicia Beck with MADCO, and Benny Royce Royon in New York for joining us today. Thank you so much. Thank you. Best of luck with Spring (laughs) to Dance events this Thursday through Saturday. This is St. Louis on the Air on St. Louis Public Radio, 90.7 KWMU.